Our U.S. Constitution is amazing. It's full of what's called negative rights, designed to protect us from the corrupt powers of a dictatorship. Like our right to worship our own God, not some official state religion. Our right to prevent the government from seizing our property without paying fair market value for it. Or our right to be tried by a jury of our peers, people like us, not by some star tribunal. And that's why America has become the richest, most just society in the world. Other countries force so-called positive rights onto their citizens. These enable one group to take from another group their free speech, money, and choice by using government force. Socialists love wielding this power over people. Sometimes we take our freedoms for granted, but we can lose our Bill of Rights and our Constitution and become like Venezuela or North Korea, failed, brutal socialist regimes. We need your help to spread the good news about our amazing U.S. Constitution. Help us take back America. Go to OurAmericanRights.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with uh, co host Denise Dirks, Cal Hunter. Um, and uh, we are here to uh, have a good time, uh, try to teach you something. Remember that we are talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. We're not giving you legal advice. Uh, at best, uh, we are a, a very great source for uh, late at night or even during the uh, at the dinner table with the in-laws, usually during the holidays, when they say the word, you know, Fred, yes, they say, and then what you can do is you can counter with what, Denise? You can counter with what? Well, I heard on Radio Law Talk that this is true. That's exactly right. That's the only time we allow you to use us as authority. Other than that, do not go to the... Your Honor, did you listen to Radio Law Talk last it's week? It's the perfect retort. And you want to hear something funny, too? <laughs> we can't officially say this, and we're not going to officially say it, but... There are judges that do listen to our show. <laughs> it's awesome that, that uh, we we hear about some judges that, that do like our show. And it's fun. It's entertaining. We have a good time with it. Uh, we talk about interesting topics. We're going to talk about a bizarre lawsuit about neighbors helping neighbors. This is a bizarre one that occurred in a rural community, very rural area, where sometimes it could take hours for the police officers to show up to someone's house to get help. Um, you know, and Denise and I were talking, we're going to have a case or no case. We were talking about something during the break, and I just want to bring it up really quick because we were going to add it later. But let's talk about the California night. Well, okay. California judge throughout California, put back up. California says you're not allowed to have a high capacity rounds more than 10 in a number of pistols. That was his legislative. Legislative. That's right. That's right. the law. Action. So mm-hmm. a lawsuit occurred, and I can't remember who it was by brought by, but I'm uh, I I can look that up. But uh, what happened is the courts threw it out and said it's unconstitutional. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which believe it or not is not one of the most is not the most liberal, but it's definitely you know a little more liberal of a court, has on a uh, three three panel 
court. Now, explain what that is, because, Denise, people don't understand. What do you mean? Um, what, what does that have to do with it? Well, the, the appellate courts, at the appellate level, they have a bunch of appellate judges, but not every case that is appealed gets heard by the full um appellate court judges right if if it goes to that level it's called in bank they're going to review it in bank and and that means all the judges get to weigh in but generally speaking because they have so many cases to deal with they create panels of judges right and those panels are what hear the cases and so what they did is the ninth circuit court with three individuals held that uh and and this was in august that uh, they threw out the California ban on high-capacity ammunition magazines. It violates the constitutional protection of the right to uh, to bear arms. A Second Amendment a, a Second right. Second Amendment right, and and that's the Ninth Circuit. So as of now, um, now I don't know. I I believe the governor's trying to get them to you know put it in neutral for now until it goes up to the the full in bank uh, Ninth Circuit or goes to the Supreme Court. But as of now. Uh, that's uh, what uh, happened in California, which really is is a huge, huge blow to those people who are against this, and a and a huge win for the the pro gun, uh, pro Second Amendment type people. So there you go, eight five five Law Radio. If you have a comment about that, we were going to talk about that later, but I just wanted to bring that up. That's we're going to be following that as it goes. So the reason we haven't gotten deep into it yet because we're going to see what happens with. Uh, the Ninth Circuit, if it goes in blank, and then if not, if it goes to the Supreme Court, what they're going to say, and then we can talk about it in more detail. So, but but the most important thing is is a way to show that Fred Penny is stupid, and a way to show that Fred Penny has no, get no, big no. zeros. We're going to do another case or no case that I can lose. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! Fred Peterson of Stockton, Minnesota, had a problem. A hair trigger on a Smith & Weston pistol, a revolver. Mr. Peterson was a certified NRA instructor, and he was positive, based on what the factory representative had told him, that this particular weapon was designed so as to make it impossible to fire when the weapon was in the holster, thereby making it safe to carry in a purse or on your waistband or whatever. His wife did not agree, so he put the, the pistol on and said, No, look, see, see, look, bang! And when it was all over, he was missing an in- index finger from the knuckle down. <laughs> and he said, wait a minute, this gun is out of spec, and I'm disfigured. I'm embarrassed that I lost face with my spouse. Somebody's going to pay. So he called his lawyer and asked the same question I'm asking you, case or no case. What say you? I'm uh, Fred Petty's going first. Case, uh, he wins. I don't really care if I win or not. I don't care about the analysis. I'm so sick of this game because I'm losing. I don't care <laughs> oh, come anymore. On, <laughs> I've gotten though. I've got a bad. I got a bad. I got a bad taste in my mouth, Cal. My favorite thing is case or no case. It's become a nemesis for me. I need therapy. I really do need therapy because I haven't won once. And I used to think I'm a smart lawyer, but I, I don't know what's going on. I am really smart. Sometimes you just get out of sync. Yep, with yep. Things. And and yeah. he went. No, he loses. Case and he loses. Ms. Dirks, what say you? Was it Smith and Wesson gun? Yes, Smith and Wesson and 38. And what, what was it that was um, supposed to keep it from firing? Well, he thought the trigger pressure was not properly set, you know, because if you pull out the weapon, you know, that, that somehow the holster, I mean, he's, he's trying to squeeze the trigger in the holster, you know, and he said, if you do this, you can't fire. C, 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 boom. It did fire. 
took off his index finger. I don't know where his other finger was. Maybe he was holding down the bottom of it. I don't know. But that was the that was the gist of the whole thing, was that theoretically... At least he didn't kill his wife. Well, Gosh. yeah, it's fortunate. Or himself, or have the yeah. bullet go into his leg. It just took a finger. But, you know, it could have been much worse. Right? Okay, so definitely he was going to lose that one. Um, and it's That's not logical. even a breach of warranty, because it's just something he thought... That it couldn't shoot. It was not a... Well, he said the manufacturer told him, this cannot happen. With this holster and this gun, it cannot fire in that holster. Denise, can I help you? I just really want to okay. help you. Do whatever I say, do the opposite. <laughs> I'm leaning back in my chair, those of you who can't see, my legs up on the table, and I'm just relaxing. You're striking the, the, the just... pose of a relaxed but discouraged no. man, Fred. I just do I the opposite it. of me, Denise. Yeah, no, I, I, it is the opposite of you. It's no case because it's Fred Peterson. We're talking about Scott Peterson today, and we're, hey, use your first name, Fred. It's a made-up story. That's, 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 that's the smart thing to do. Do the opposite no of case. Fred. Okay, so does George that... Costanza Fred Penny. Wait, Same. does that mean if it is an actual name that you don't get points? No. No, Denise. not if it's if oh. it's not a case. Oh, so you're not gambling case on that. Case, and okay. he just checking. wins. Just checking. Okay, so Fred no, Penny, wins. you say it's a case. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, give me the big zero. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh man. Oh, that's <laughs> a shocker. Oh, for three. That's a shocker. No, oh, for six, Cal. I, I lost all of them last <laughs> week, too. Denise and is Denise laughing is just so cracking up. She's loving it. I, I, I have never <laughs> lost so many times in my life. I, I've been gone. I've been I'm, gone for several and weeks. she's still beating I'm me. still ahead. I'm telling you, the thing that just drives me nuts is I can't, I don't care what I say. I'm now, telling you, statistically, ladies and gentlemen, it's almost impossible to do what I've just done. Yeah. I mean, literally you couldn't flip a coin a, and come up opposites. You, you for three, just, six there's times. no way that you can lose as much as I do. And by the way, it is a true story. But no lawsuit was filed. Just NRA instructor said, you know, maybe I'm just stupid. Why did stupid. I come to Radio Law Talk today? What am I doing here? Because it's fun. Come well, on. I'm, well, I'm glad at least that uh, WRWH has joined us from Cleveland, Georgia. At least that, that makes me happy. I'm happy there with I us. I wonder what the Georgians think of your of your impressive string of victories. <laughs> I thought these guys were smart, but just smart lawyers. We'll be back. We might talk about something else. I'm not quite sure what we're going to do. This is Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. We will talk about something else, I promise, after this. for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call, 916-259-4043, 916-259-4043, Concussion Medical Clinic. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Is this real life? Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. 
We're back here at Radio Law Talk. I have an echo, Cal. Do you know why we have an echo? Or is that Probably because we added another yeah. microphone. Okay. That's the only reason I can think of right now. So, so yeah. I was sitting here, Denise and I are getting ready for the show, and my son walked by. He's in the studio today. Um, he's asked to do something over here in the studio. And uh, he is a lawyer, by chance, and he is a lawyer in our <laughs> law firm. And, and I want to ask you a question, Garrett. We, there's been a serious problem that's been happening in Radio Law Talk. The serious issue is I have never received a point in case or no case in a long time. I've lost every single one for two, two and a half weeks. It's oh, like, no, it's been it's a month. Maybe a month. I, I, you're you're not, really off the groove. Not <laughs> one case or no case. Yeah. I mean, I can't even, I can't even say case or no case. No case, it's a case. Case, it's not a case. He fills me every time, and Denise gets and all these I, points. And I've been just like doing the opposite of what he does. And he said, "What? What? <laughs> look, look, it's the same advice I'll give to you that you've given to me. Whatever you think you should do, just do the opposite. Well, it's that's like what I thought I did. Thing. I know that's a, you notice my son does know that. That's the thing. I've been trying to do the George Costanza thing and doing the opposite, George, and I still get opposite. it wrong. And what happens is Denise, what she's done is she's learning. She does the opposite of what I do, and she's <laughs> and getting works. all the points. So you got to let her go first. But she does I do go, go first. She does yeah. go first. And then he we tries to copy that. me yes. sometimes. And then she's, no, I'll copy her, and that's the one time she's wrong. Yes. You know? <laughs> so it's just, what is the problem? I I'm, I'm, I will seek therapy soon. <laughs> and uh, maybe I'll talk to you. My son-in-law is also a lawyer. Uh, uh, and so maybe I'll talk to the two of you, and you can help me figure out why I can never win a case or no case. I don't know if, uh, as an attorney, I'm, I'm, I'm a qualified therapist. <laughs> I feel like it sometimes, but... Yeah, he's, he's become my therapist. Since Cal doesn't care and Denise doesn't care, that's it. <laughs> that's not true. I care, Fred. You, I've, you've, you've, you've trumped... You, you're uh, intentionally... I feel you your know, pain. You know it. <laughs> oh, we've got to talk about... Okay, let's talk about something. Denise, let's talk about this bizarre... Neighbor and neighbor, Garrett, you can hang on if you want. You can sit here and and, and you can opine about this uh, this bizarre uh, California couple who assisted a rural sheriff. This is in a really small town. I know where the town is. Yep, Trinity County. Yeah, it is extremely small. Cal, I wasn't going to tell him, but you go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. No, I'm just saying. I mean, it's, I'm just it's in the the point is it's in the Emerald Triangle. It's in the marijuana growing way, Emerald Triangle. It's yeah. way out there. Yes. And the problem, what happens is uh, the sheriff gets a call, right? The sheriff gets a call, and uh, there's a the, uh, apparently a, a neighbor calls and says, "Hey, I need some help. I need some help quietly," and then hangs up. And and apparently there's a 911 call. Yeah, it's a 911 call. So he knows he can't get there for what? Up to maybe two hours, hour and two hours. He knows that the neighbors uh, are are literally what a few hundred yards away, or and says, "Can you go over and check on on her, on her, uh, on her and her boyfriend?" And uh, it's the uh, sheriff uh, calls. It's Jim and Norma Gund. So he calls them and asks them, that, and they're like, "You know, neighbors, sure, I'll go check on them." What happens at what happens, Denise? Well, the woman gets out. Of, they drive over they there, drive so over it was there. far enough that they needed to drive. But uh, the woman gets out, knocks on the door, and she's invited in by somebody who is not the neighbor. And when she gets inside, she sees two bodies that are all wrapped up in plastic already and apparently dead. And she is tased by this person who opened the door and slashed and cut her carotid artery. I mean, she was very badly injured. 
And so when her, her um, when his wife does not come out, the husband then comes in. He's attacked by this murderer and tased. And he's fighting for his life with this murderer. And his wife escapes, gets in the car, and goes and gets help. And he, uh, the the murderer then... Takes off. Takes off. Takes off and tra- is trying to get the heck out of Dodge because he knows he's going to be caught. And um, so the question in this case, the guns, the good neighbors... Um, they sue the sheriff, um, the Tri-County or the Trinity County Sheriff, and they sue them for the thought that because they were asked by the sheriff to go check on their neighbors, that they became kind of like de facto sheriff officers because they're now taking and acting as, as a sheriff's officer would to go check on the neighbors because the sheriff couldn't do it. And that's the question before the court. Yeah, that's the, the, that's the thing called posse, co- was it comatitis? Is that how you posse say comatitis, it? yeah. Comatitis. Mm-hmm. And that is in the original, like the 1800s, when you, you've seen it on TV, they go, well, I deputize you now to come help us. And, and it still kind of does work to this day. And I've actually heard one of the sheriffs saying, you know, when there's uh, rioting and looting in their, in recently in some areas that the sheriff said, I saw a sheriff say that on the air. I'm going to deputize people, you know. But so does that still, do you, can you still do that? Well, they sued, I believe is for $10 million or, or quite a bit of money because of the serious yeah, injuries. They yeah, were injured badly. Injured badly, saying that, the, uh, and, oh, $10 million, That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Um, and their argument was, you didn't tell us this was a dangerous situation. You didn't try to call back. And the, and the 911 operator said, I, I didn't call back because I thought if there was a burglar there, I didn't want to have the phone ring and then them know that, that they called 911. Now, again, she calls, I need help, I need help. You know, it could have been maybe uh, she um, fell down the stairs or something to that effect. So they sued for the $10 million and the courts held as follow, which to me sounds uh, interesting and correct. The, the, what the court found is they were de facto deputies, and they had become de facto deputies, and therefore they were eligible for workers' compensation and only that, but could not sue for the $10 million. So at first you really go, oh, they lost. Well, yeah, they lost as to they did not have the right to sue um, um, the government. The, 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 the sheriff's the, the office sheriff's was office. not negligent right. in not telling them about the 911 call saying, help me out. And, and it basically didn't matter because they were, quote, uh, eligible for workers' compensation as employees. Yeah, and as that's employee, what they said. You can't sue your employer for right for generals, right? Yes, but we're right. But for... this was a volunteer situation. This they weren't like hired. They didn't sign nope. any contract nope. or anything. Yeah, no. But the the judge helped. But they were t- when you help law enforcement, um, are you entitled for damages if you get hurt? Um, but the answer is not necessarily. You're you, you're eligible for workers' comp. So. Um, if if you are in fact enlisted by them, to that's help exactly them. right. So that the court basically held in response to this 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 issue, it falls within the scope. Uh, it falls in with the scope of a police officer's duties. The sheriff's attorneys, you know, they what they argue is, hey, they're volunteers, just like any other volunteer that that you know they have. You notice volunteers will drive around in in cars, and they're entitled to workers' comp. Good luck. Here's your workers' comp. And right. That's, if it had been a police officer. Then that was in the scope of his employment, right. and he would be only entitled to go after workers' compensation, 
um, and a disability. That's all. He would not be entitled to sue his employer um, unless it's an intentional act or some other uh, yeah. exception. So that was interesting. Anyway, that's we, we'll move on from that one. That, but that's that's your, your workers' cop. If your neighbor calls, we're going to be back. We'll talk a little bit more when we get back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Dish, 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 dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. No points for you. It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Hey, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. That Did you just do that one? Uh, I think a week or so I did that, yeah. Oh, that looks good. I like that one. That sounds good. Put the one back on with just me on <laughs> But the no points for you, you didn't like that one so much? No, uh, no points. <laughs> I only have one saying. I kind of need more sayings. No points for you. Boys are real. What else you got, Cal, for us? I got quite a few. Uh, this is, you know, the... Todd has kitty. Yeah. What does Todd's cat see? Where's Todd? You are a loser. You're, You're a loser. A I haven't heard that. Those are two good ones right you there. You are a loser. You're a whiner. <laughs> that is Armadillo. No, those last two are you got to keep more often. Cause I've you been whining. are a loser. Yeah. You're a whiner. I know. That's a good one. Okay, keep that one. We're going to talk a little bit about Maxwell. So that's if those of you who aren't following the Radio Law Talk, Maxwell is Epstein's alleged uh, mastermind in his uh, scheme to 
Bringing his, un- underage girls. His and, abuse victim acquisition specialist. There you go. Allegedly. That, <laughs> that, that sounds like a good job title. Corporate title, yeah. So she was arrested, and she's put in jail. Uh, the reason she's in jail, because they think she's a flight risk. She's very wealthy. She's from England. She's a big socialite in England. Uh, apparently, uh, she's very good at hiding. She yeah, was hiding almost yeah. in plain sight. Yeah. So what happens is the you know all these motions are coming before the court, and the latest is they want to unmask the identities. There's three accusers that are that accuse Jeffrey Epstein of uh, basically molesting them. A human trafficking. Yeah, human trafficking, et cetera, et cetera. And and, it, and they also accused Maxwell. And her also. Yeah. And the judge said, no, we're not at this time. Everyone says, oh, they lost. It says, oh, the, the articles all say, well, they, they lost. No, at this time, it's too early to say, you know, yes, we're going to reveal these people. But uh, as of now, they're not going to reveal the names of these uh, alleged alleged victims. You always have to say allegations of what we do. And uh, But then there's a lot of anecdotal stuff that they discussed that she's trying also, including apparently she's she's complaining about how she's being held. Don't forget, this is a very wealthy socialite. She's she's being held basically in suicide watch. It means she wears paper clothes. Um, and she's uh, by she's herself. Isolation. Isolated by herself. Uh, apparently there's two hours of psychiatric um, evaluation every day that they... they... That she's, she's being watched, and she doesn't consent to being watched. Well, here's the other thing that is kind of crazy, though. And again... I, I, we're not saying we're what side we're on. Innocent until proven guilty. And everyone says she's guilty. She might be, but innocent until proven guilty. She's sitting by herself in a cage, basically. Oh, she deserves it. But, but ladies and gentlemen. And, and but, facing but, but, unnamed accusers. Yeah. And, and you know, it does feel, and, seem very unfair in a way. Yeah. And, and she wants to say, just put me out in the normal population. I, I, I need some... I need some just to see people or go outside or do whatever. And, and I get that. I understand that. It's almost like she's uh, psychologically that's just going to gonna take you down to nothing. So that's her argument. And so the court held basically too bad. You're staying where you are. You're too much of a flight risk. Um, uh, they, uh, they did agree to give her, though, more access to her the discovery materials in her case and to her lawyers and to her lawyers um and and uh but they're keeping her on tight restrictions uh their argument don't forget is she has to choose between showering and reviewing legal material in her case because she only gets so much out so much time to do personal stuff yeah out of out of isolation she yeah only gets so yeah very little and she's time like i can't even sit down and view the the documents going on in my uh uh, the, the case, what's going on in my case, and, and again, I'm not feeling sorry for. I know people, are, oh, you're you're just sorry for the rich person. No, but any person, if you're being held, but you're you're you can't see what's going on, or at least very little is going on in your case, and you know you're in isolation. Oh, man, that's that's pretty extreme. I think. It's it's extreme. And the other thing is there's such a conspiracy theory surrounding this whole case. And there's so many prominent people that have some little touches to it. Not that they're involved necessarily in the criminality, but there's very, you know, well-known people that have had relationships with 
her um, and, and friendly Epstein. relationships. Yeah. And, you know, Epstein allegedly killed himself while in prison last year. Uh, allegedly. Exactly a year yeah. ago. Well, oh, yeah, sure the, he did. The yeah, the theorists, <laughs> the conspiracy theorists think that the pedophiles that be, the powers that be in the pedophile world that's international in nature had him killed. You know, very powerful people. And that could be well, some truth in that may not and if that's the case maybe they're going to come after maxwell maybe they made a suicide pact guys if we know. ever get caught we have to kill yeah, ourselves yeah no we don't want to but <laughs> the other thing that's interesting is that going back to the epstein and we've gone over this in radio law talk you can go back in our podcast but interesting how the cameras happen not to work the officers fell asleep and he was able to quote commit suicide you know while he was on while, like while the videos were not where the cameras were not working, working and while while the, the, <laughs> they happened to have a, a rough night and slept and two guards both guards both had to guards sleep through the whole had thing had a sleep problem and none of them said hey our cameras aren't working do you suppose we should right. go look at that guy yeah. nah. and they falsified their time records yeah. remember that yeah, yeah. So that we're one's... we're following this, but she's staying in jail. She might get a little bit of access, but as of now, the identity of the three women that are bringing the case against her and that had brought it against Epstein, uh, they are uh, not going to reveal it at this time. Everyone thinks, oh, they're never no. At this time, the judge says it's premature. Denise, let's talk a little about Sarah Palin. This is an interesting case, the Sarah Palin case. Uh, now, Sarah Palin, those of you know, she's a former, uh, ran for vice president and uh, is the former governor of Alaska. And um, an interesting, what is it, a, an op came out about her? What, an op a New York Times opinion yes. piece. Opinion yeah. piece, yeah. Yes, and, and she... What was it? Well... Okay, so she had um, kind of like a hit list, uh, and it was a, more of a political hit list of who were the Democrats or the liberals that – We don't want to call it a hit going, list, but well, a list. It was a hit list politically, meaning we were going to try to, t to change this – this um, uh, politician this, and, and flip flip the which is very normal. Yes. You, you hear you always get the you know flip make the Senate red make the Senate right. Blue, right. So flipping, in other words, flipping, flipping. this is the senator we want to overturn. So let's get this other a political person. target. Right. A political. A po that's it. a good way yeah. to say it. That's political a very target. good a good. political target list. Got it. Okay. And they had and and on her list she had crosshairs in the different states where they were going to target. Right. And one of those was Gabby Gifford in Arizona. That's right. And this was done like two years before Gabby was shot. But there were two senators that were shot around the same time. And both of those senators were on this target list with the crosshair sign. And the New York tied them together and said, you know, the New York Times tied them together and said, we are, uh, it was Sarah Palin that was involved and created this list and encouraged these. One was a murder and one was a attempted murder. Mm -hmm. So basically... They blamed Sarah Palin for, yeah, yeah. was a co-conspirator right, right. in a murder and in a, a attempted murder case. And that's per se defamation, you guys. You call somebody a criminal, you're, that's very By definition, easy. that's right, right there. Right. Right. But yeah. because she's a public figure in the United States, she has to prove an additional element. And the element, the thing that had the target on it, the Fred, was a poster where she said, these are, these are the Senate seats. Yeah. It was publicly distributed it was on poster website. and on her website. Yeah. Correct, correct. So yeah. it, the court, ha or that finder of fact has to file uh, find 
whenever it's a public um, persona. Figure, yeah. yeah. Uh, actual malice by clear and convincing evidence, which is a higher standard than if it was non-public person. So a non-public, you just have to show that it wasn't true and that they were negligent in saying that it was true, whatever. And, and that basically the court held for Sarah Palin, not that the, she wins the case, but that they're going to be able to go forward with the case. That's right. And go to trial. I. This is what I predict on this. Sarah Palin wins, but she doesn't win everything she wants because the Times published a correction uh, right oh. after this. And the, and the editorial noting that there was no link between the map and the shooting, so they mitigated their damages. Oh, so they unrung the bell. Yeah, that's going to work. That's really yeah, going to work. Well, it's going to oh. mitigate damages. Oh, yeah, I'm going to unring the bell. Yeah. All right, but we'll be back after this. we got to talk about AMC, some interesting moves by AMC theaters. And then we got case I mean, we got quick takes after that. Stay tuned. There's more video lot talk coming up right here. Don't go away. for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 
The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. You're a whiner. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. You're a whiner. You are a loser. Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. So AMC Theaters, there are uh, antitrust laws uh, due to the fact that uh, COVID-19, what's going on here is many, many businesses are being affected. <clears throat> and boy, this is a controversial thing you can always talk about if you want at 855-LAW-RADIO with us. Um, but AMC Theaters, uh, prior to COVID-19, was acquiring other theater chains. And uh, basically to avoid being uh, a monopoly, there's certain areas they had to either get rid of some of their their AMC theaters, or there's certain ones they couldn't buy. So what AMC has done is said, okay. So they actually had to sell right. nine theater or ten right. theaters in nine different states, so that they would not be in violation of the, um, the monopoly laws, right. anti-trust, anti-trust. And so what they're doing now is they're bringing a motion now to come back and say, you know what? Can we have those back? Because what's going on, government? Nothing's going to survive, and if, if we don't, you don't give those back to us, they're going under. Yeah, that's right, and they're actually doing the motion in the same case that where they had to, they were ordered by the judge to divest themselves of these different theaters, and now this is a post-judgment motion, and they're saying reconsider this because if you don't do that, these theaters are not going to survive. These communities will not have... Theaters. theater services i guess you could say is what they're more right. or less arguing right yeah and they're arguing that they're just there's no businesses that are they're big enough that they can absorb these businesses and keep them alive um and so we're going to have to see what happens it's going to be fun to don't watch you begin this. to wonder if anybody's that big these days the way things are going for many people 
Yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm worried. I thought they filed bankruptcy, AMC. Didn't they file bankruptcy? They or, thought they uh, were. They thought yeah. all the people around thought they were going to do it. And then AMC says, yeah. no, yeah, we're yeah. not filing. We're actually growing. They we're saw, now yeah. growing our they business. They saw opportunity. Yeah, they saw the, the little flopping fish on the beach. They said, let's go pick them up. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I remember yeah, exactly. that, that we saw the flopping number of articles fish. flopping <laughs> fish that they were ready to file bankruptcy, but they haven't. So mm-hmm. at least to our knowledge, and so they're... They're trying to pick up these extra ones. Now, look, we're, in the, we're talking about COVID-19. This is the interesting that, thing that I've been, I'm following very carefully. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the, the names and the businesses uh, uh, you know, quiet, quiet yeah. a little okay. bit because I'm following them as an attorney. Um, they are not my clients, but I do help uh, these attorneys at times with their cases and issues. You want to protect the innocent. Uh, no, Here's I'm, the uh... question. Here's the question. <laughs> yeah. It's about water companies or water parks. Mm. Let's talk about this for a minute. So this is a legal case that's going before uh, uh, the federal judge and the ruling will be by Monday. So what's happened in a state or two is the governor has, for COVID-19 reasons, shut down some local water parks. And as they shut them down for COVID reasons and safety reasons, they left open, you're ready for this, ready for this, left left open the government-owned water parks and the ones that have the, that are tied with the hotel uh, industries water parks allowed those to be stayed open. Yet the local family businesses water parks was only a couple They've shut down. And I'm sure people are thinking, wait a minute, government-owned water park? What are you talking about? Two cities have their own water park that they, oh, they go, well, those aren't water parks. Oh, they have slides, they have a lazy river, they yeah, have a wave pool, yeah. uh, yeah, they have uh, splash pads, they, and yet... And a carnival. Yeah. And yet they mm-hmm. do not shut theirs down. And in case people are wondering, one of those is in Vallejo, California, in the Bay yeah. Area, a company yeah. called Six Flags. Yeah. Right? Right? No, no, yeah. but what I'm saying no, no, no. is... Not no, Six no. Flags anymore? What's no. it called now? No, this it's is not the one I'm talking about. Vallejo. Well, I'm just saying that that is a municipally owned one. Yes. People are wondering, where would that be? Oh, there's yeah. some, yeah, there's yeah. some that... Yeah. No, there's actually some that's it's named after the city. The city of Joe Jones. Uh, uh, park. They oh, call it really? the park. And you go there. I was in Utah, Salt Lake City. They're building a regional park, like for the children. I, I swear they're building a water park. The slides, they got these massive, you know, waterfalls and splash areas. And the government is keeping those open. And the full blown water parks at the hotels open. And so uh, they, the, the lawsuit has come forth. That that's that's there's they've shut down these local water parks. Uh, they they're basically no reason. Their their arguments were just beyond pale. The what they argue. Well, uh, they should have told us about that. Well, guess what happened? They had had recordings of them being recorded of the government or uh, the uh, the attorney general's office saying, yeah, what's I don't know what why that is. I'll check into that. Here's the best part about it. Guess what the government's argument was. The government argued, well, the difference between the hotels is there are a finite number of people that go there, only the people in the hotel. And where a water park, all the public can come, but we can watch these finite people that are coming in. 
but can't a water park say we can only take a thousand people today? Well, that's or, the whole the point. Same thing? I mean, yes, can, right? it's a disparate treatment. Which they were, they were yeah. at fifty percent capacity. I'm not done. Ready for this? You're gonna die when you hear this. No one here. Evidence found out that the government, that these water parks that were run by the hotels, were selling tickets to the outside public. Oh. And they had sent investigators in and found that they could buy tickets if they weren't at the hotel. Hmm. Oh, wow. Exactly what the government was arguing was the reason that was why. The, that was the foundation of their case, basically, right? Or one of their foundational One elements. of theirs. I, yeah. All I got to say is I, I, I'm absolutely stunned at what's going on. And what irritates me more than anything as an attorney and as a citizen, how the heck can the government keep their stuff open and yet they compete against these other family businesses and guess what? Shut them down. Well, this is the problem, Fred, when you have a uh, a government deciding who wins and who loses That's in the exactly event of a crisis. That's right. exactly right. It's a winners and losers yeah. in a crisis, mm-hmm. and I'm worried about that with our country. And again, we're politically neutral, but doggone it, doggone it, that irritates me. Go, you got something. Point. So yeah. sorry, I got on my little, little, little tiff. Okay. I feel better. Step, step off I your, feel better. Step off your high I feel horse. Now. <laughs> All right. We'll find out Monday what happens in the, in the ruling with the All federal right. judge. Fascinating. Speaking yeah. of winners and losers, Uh-oh. we got um, one minute. She looked at me a... when she said loser. Why, Fred? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Trump was ordered to pay $44,100 to Stormy Daniels under the prevailing party theory in California. And this one's going to be for sure challenged. It's yes. going to be taken up and it's going to be challenged. And they may lose or Stormy may lose that right. because the judge decided in the case where she was trying to void the contract of non-disclosure agreement. And um, basically everybody started talking about the case, including the parties involved in the her, case, right. which mm-hmm. basically made the whole agreement void anyway because they both violated that agreement and so the judge decided because everything became public she was the prevailing party because she was suing to have it become public and not enforce the non-disclosure agreement Uh, kind of an interesting one i want to see how it plays out just because i think the idea of prevailing party in this case because it's tied to a contract, is an interesting legal issue. And it wasn't a lot of money, was it? $44,000 no, $40, no, or $44, something like that. Yeah. But it, it, was, it was the issue. Is it was Trump it's pocket change. But the point but is, yeah, the prevailing party. It's still I think he's right. I think Trump's going to win on this one. I think he may win this one because I don't know how you can determine prevailing party when there was not a substantial uh, decision on the substantive evidence, right, right? Right, yeah, that's a good point. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time now for Quick Takes. Fred, why don't you go first? Case or no case, I have received one no points in the past two to three weeks, 12 to 14 or 16 losses in a row. I don't know. I'm going to seek therapy after I leave today. I'm going to go talk to my dog. Look at it this way. At least you're consistent. <laughs> Denise, you have some quick takes? Yeah, I do. Shouldn't Under Armour apparel be worn under the athletic uniforms? How would that be good marketing? Hmm. Well, the mind reels. We're going to be back <laughs> next week, 9 to noon, every Saturday Pacific time. Join us. I'm Fred Penny, your host with Radio Law Talk with Denise and Cal. We'll see you. We'll have a best of next weekend, but we'll see you on Radio Law Talk. Don't go away. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
struggling with addiction or alcohol problems, if you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-854-1055. 800-854-1055. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-854-1055. 800-854-1055. 800-854-1055. 